There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show. You may be seated. Today, I'm just preaching a very simple message, a very simple message called Why Me? Look at somebody say, Why Me? Now, anybody, now probably, not you, but your neighbor, probably sometime this last week asked God that question. Y'all ain't said nothing. Things were getting a little tough, and so they said, Lord, why me? What would I do? Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Watch this. Last week, I taught you about slavery and how the mentality of slavery will keep you bound up in your mind. Please understand, but I told you that you were set free. Somebody say, I'm set free. And that you have the keys to the prison of your mind and Christ has left the door open. Somebody say the door is open. Sometimes, though, when you try to walk in that freedom, things might have to get a little violent. Uh-huh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Matthew eleven twelve says the kingdom of God suffers violence, but a violent man takes it by force. Sometimes if you want to walk in what God has called you to walk in, you got to fight. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Sometimes things ain't just going to be handed over to you. Sometimes you're going to have to get on the altar and you're going to have to uh, uh, sweat and you're going to have to snot and you're going to have to pray until something changes. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to fight. Look at somebody and say fight. Problem is today Christians don't want to fight. We don't want to fight battles. We don't want to fight to get prayer back in schools even though they're shooting up folk every week. We don't, that's too much of a fight. What, what are they going to say about us if we try to do that? Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You don't want to stand up for Christ on your job because what if, what, what if I accidentally slip up and cuss and then they say, well, you're supposed to be a Christian. Y'all ain't talking to me, but I know I'm right about what I'm talking about. Understand this. Your past has been preparation from your calling. Please understand, that's the difference between Christians and non-Christians. Please understand, when a non-Christian goes through something, it's in vain unless they find God. Then when a Christian goes through something, it's all got purpose because the steps of, I wish I had a church, the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. So send every dart you got, sucker, but my steps have been ordered. I wish, I feel like preaching in here today. I, I, please understand this, Ecclesiastes says that it rains on the just and the unjust. God ain't trying to pick on you. Sometimes that's just the way it is. Look at somebody say, that's the way it is. Understand this, understand this, understand this, that because our steps are ordered, every particular trouble has been strategic for your life. That's why the troubles you went through, your neighbor couldn't go through because God called you to do something different. I wish I had a church than what your neighbor was called to do. Stop whining and complaining about your past and use your past. Do you know if you didn't have enemies, you couldn't go nowhere in life? You do know that your enemies are your footstool. And so if you ain't got no footstool, you can't stop. Okay, watch this. Paul did not believe in Christ as the Messiah. Paul had killed Christians, both men and women, until one day. Somebody say one day. One day. Now, please understand, when was your one day? Now, remember, before you got saved, you used to talk about us. Them crazy Christians over there going to that church, waking up all early on Sunday morning. Shoot, I'm going to watch the game. 
When was that one day that you stopped talking about Christians and you found yourself sitting in a church, lifting your hands, worshiping a God you said you never would? Please understand, never say never. Ne look at somebody say, never say never. Don't you ever say never. Please understand, pain's got a purpose. That's why you can't never say what you never do and what you never go because the very thing that sometimes you say you'll never do, God will send you just to show you who's boss. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? I said, Lord, I'll never, I'll never ever pastor church. See what happened with that. Watch this. God will allow you to have an abusive marriage. He'll allow for you to have a child out of wedlock. He'll allow you to roll with the wrong folk. He'll allow you to get locked up. He'll allow you to make bad business decisions all because of purpose. The steps of a righteous man are ordered. Now, you and I are righteous because we are after the seed of Abraham. You're not righteous because you don't wear makeup. This is for the television viewing honest. You ain't righteous because you don't wear pants. Okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. That ain't holiness. That's religion. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying? That's religion. Please understand this. We are righteous because of Christ's sacrifice. Please understand the Bible says that the lamb was slain before you and I even got here. So when I got here, I was sanctified. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? When I came out of my mama's womb, I told you I came out with a Bible and a briefcase. I was ready for my purpose when I got here. Do you not understand that there was a million other, I got to get graphic, there was a million other sperm trying to fertilize the egg. Do you not know that before you even got here, you was a strong thing? You just a swimming little sperm. You got that. Do you know if anybody else would have got there first, you wouldn't be here? That's why you got to thank God for your mom and daddy. Maybe they weren't good parents, but thank God that they had enough sense to do what they did to get you here. You got purpose. Somebody say, I got purpose. I ain't no failure. I ain't defeated. I got here. Okay, y'all don't want to talk to me. Y'all want to talk to me. Please understand this. Please understand this. Please understand this. Please understand this. Trouble brings revelation that causes contemplation about your situation that spawns reformation. Because mental manipulation ain't the occupation for the preacher you're facing. <laughs> understand this. Let me break it down. Trouble brings revelation. The magnitude of your trouble lets you know how great you're supposed to be. That's why some of y'all been going through trouble for years. It's like ain't nothing changed because your trouble brings about a revelation about what you're supposed to do. Thank God he didn't come when I asked him to come. Amen. feel like preaching today. You're going to get on that organ, girl. I, it causes contemplation now. See, now once you get a revelation, then you got to sit back and look. How when you were growing up, how you were different. How you never fit in, yet you tried to fit in. And when you did try to fit in, you still were a misfit. Okay. Then you got to contemplate about what you've been through. And then what it does, then what it does, it spawns reformation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Reformation is change. Please understand, sometimes God ain't going to fix nothing until you change. I know that ain't popular. They don't want to tell you that in church today. You keep saying, Lord, change this. Lord, give me some more money. Lord, give me this. God said, I ain't giving you nothing until you understand it's about purpose. Somebody say purpose. Acts chapter 9, verse 5, the Bible says this. He says, and he said, who are you, Lord? Understand that Paul didn't believe in Christ. Now, his name was Saul before he was Paul. He did not believe that the Messiah had come. Please understand, that was the difference between the Jews and the Christians of that day, is that they did not believe that the Messiah had come in Christ because they thought he was going to come, you know, in a Bentley. And throw some D's on it. 
That's, that's what he thought. He's going to have some 22s with spinners. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? And a big old thing on the front that said Christ and them. He was going to come blinking. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? That's how they thought the Messiah was going to come. They thought he was going to come much more glorious than being born in a manger and working as a carpenter. That's why you need to understand, don't be so rude to folks when you're growing up with them. And don't ever count nobody out because the very person that you treat badly might be that person that you need. They talked about Christ because they didn't understand what his purpose was. And that's why folk talk about you because they think you're always going to be down and out. But you better look around and say, baby, give me just a little bit of time because I'm going to get this. Amen. Run your mouth if you want to run it. Then you're going to be working at my church. Okay. Okay. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Verse 5. He says this. He says this. Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said to him, I am Jesus whom you are persecuted. Look at what Jesus says. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Now, when you read that at first, how many people know what that word means? Wait a minute. Amen. Good. Good. Watch this. Now, when you read that at first, you might think he's talking about something a little out there. But a goad, listen to this. A goad was something that they put on oxen. Listen to this. Oxen carried very heavy loads, and they moved loads that were considered unmovable. Oxen were stronger than horses. Please understand, what God has called you to do, can't nobody else do it, because to them it looks unmovable. Watch this, watch this, watch this. What God had called Paul to do, couldn't nobody else do it. That's why you need to understand you don't have to fight and try to make yourself get promotion and make yourself go higher in things because what God has for you, baby, it is for you. What Paul was called to do, couldn't nobody else do it. And so the goads represent the fact that the load was unmovable to other people. That's why your faith, you probably wonder, sometimes you probably think yourself as weird because you'll be out looking at houses and you've written an apartment living with your sister now. Okay, y'all don't want to talk to me. You, you, you out looking for cars and you just filed bankruptcy last month. You, you. Because watch this. Things that seem unmovable to other people don't seem like nothing to you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why you'll walk into a store and you'll be like, Bishop, I go in the store and I expect something for free. I'm a man of God. Even if it is a big <laughs> or extra fry or something. You understand? Watch this. Watch this. Oxen were trained from a very young age. Please understand this. Many of your problems started when you were young. Many of the things that you still deal with today are things that came right out of your childhood. The devil was trying to kill you a long time ago, baby. That, 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 that's why your family growing up, it was so rough. And, and you maybe were treated differently. And your mama then played favorites and all that kind of mess. Please understand because the devil was trying to train you young. Because an auction, that word goes, refers to an auction being trained when they were young. Please understand. So sometimes we say, why me? Why my daddy crazy? Y'all ain't saying that, but y'all know half of y'all asked that question last week. What's wrong with my mom and them? Why me? Look at somebody and say, why me? Understand this, understand this, understand this. We got to change the way that we look at trouble. When we understand what the other is saying, it's hard for you to kick against the goats. In other words, God's saying, it's going to be hard for you to go against the way I'm leading you. That's why even when you tried to run from him, he came and got you. Uh, Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You tried to run away from him, and he said, I don't know where you think you're going. I got too much invested in you. You ain't fitting to go nowhere. And I'll lock you up if I got to, because you're going to listen to me. Y'all don't hear. You're going to listen to me. 
anybody, anybody, anybody ever had a jealous relationship and you know, and they, you ain't going nowhere. Stay in this house. Shut the windows. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Watch this. The Lord says, if you put any other God before me, I'm going to be jealous. Y'all don't hear me. You ever met a jealous man? Some of y'all sitting next to him. Look straight ahead. <laughs> Looks right at me and I won't know nothing. Understand this auction, because they were stronger with horses, they were yoked with a wooden yoke around their neck that made them be able to share the weight with another oxen that was standing next to it. Understand this, understand this, that the weight was evenly distributed. Watch this, watch this. Do you not know that you're not in this alone? The same set of circumstances you went through, somebody else had something similar to go through. Your problem is, is you keep trying to find folks that ain't been you through nothing to try to help you get through something. Y'all don't want to talk to me today. Please understand this. Please understand this. In other words, it meant that you couldn't slow down. The yoke meant you could not slow down how fast the oxen trainer or the man that was guiding the oxen was going. Please understand, you can't slow down what God has called you to do. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You can't slow it down. Please understand, you can try to buck, but the, but the yoke was what keep you in place. Y'all don't understand me. That's how some of y'all need to get with your kids. They buck and you let them buck. Amen. Bible says beat them kids or they'll get it right. That's in the revised standard version. of. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't beat your kids. But please understand, kid, let me, I do need to say this right through here. Please understand, your kids should not have condos in your house. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You got young kids telling you what they finna do and what they ain't finna do. Now, see, when I grew up, you couldn't do all that. Kids spoke when they were spoken to. And so now we think today's society, well, you know, let's let the kids, you know, they just let them do what they do. Okay. End up with Freddy Krueger and Jason. You let them kids do what you want to do. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Understand this, that the yoke that was around the oxen's neck was guiding them and directing them. So the Lord says to Paul, Paul, it's hard for you to buck against what I'm taking you to. Some of you have been running from destiny for years. And God says, you are not going to get out of this one. Please understand, please understand, there's so many people that have died full of purpose left on the inside of them. Full of destiny left on the inside of them. Please understand, you have not reached the fullness of your potential yet, but I'm here to let you know you're on your way there. Somebody say, I'm on my way there. Ananias now, watch this, Ananias now. Even though Saul, who was Paul, had jacked up and he had killed Christians before, God still had grace for him. Please understand, no matter what mistakes you've made, God still's got grace for you. Even when you ran away from the church, God still gave you some grace and got you back on in. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even though Paul had killed Christians before, God used him to get folks to become Christians. Isn't that amazing that God will use foolish things to confound the wise things? He'll use somebody that grew up with nothing, eating out of pans and all this kind of stuff to teach other people how to be wealthy. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Watch this. At first, watch this. If you look there at verse number, at verse number uh, 13. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But look at what the Lord said. But, look at somebody say, but. Sometimes a but is a good thing. Not all the time. Look at somebody say, not all the time. 
Sometimes you need to leave them butts alone. Because too many people in love with strippers. Sometimes you need to leave them butts alone. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Watch this. 15. Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name. Somebody say to bear my name. At first, here's what Ananias represents. Ananias represents scared preachers that won't talk to some kinds of people because where they've been. You, you, you know, you, you know them preachers that won't talk to you if you look like you've been through a little something. Okay, y'all, 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 you, 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 you know them preachers that you know too good for their own selves, you know. You, you know, too, too. well, Lord, I'm, I'm the man of God. Let them pray for themselves. Let them make bricks with the Please understand, please understand. You need to understand that not just with the preacher, but when God tells you to say something to people, you need to say it. Because you never know what you've got in your mouth may be the link to their destiny. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Please understand. Ananias had the key to Paul's freedom and his physical sight. But if Ananias would have shut his mouth, Paul would have never got free. And if Paul would have never got free, the Gentiles would have never got the gospel. If the Gentiles would have never got the gospel, you and I couldn't be saved. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. One man doing the right thing at the right time changed everything. Do you not know, and I need to just tell you this, you being here is not just coming to another church. It's not just coming to another church service. The Lord has a specific mandate. And please understand, this ministry has been called to change the world. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get that. Please understand, this ain't just another church. I came and I like the folk. This ain't just another church experience. God has brought you here because you got something that the world's got to get. And the only way you're going to get it out is if you get the right man and the right person at the right time going in the right direction. I wish I had somebody that understood that. Understand this. You need to quit being scared. Look at your neighbor and say, quit being scared. You, you too scared. You be scurry acting. If God tells you to speak something to somebody, quit being scared. Their life could depend on it. Watch this. Where is your testimony? Do you not understand that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony? Please understand. Please understand. The way I overcome the devil is by all the hell I've already been through. You, you didn't hear me. You, listen, your fight ain't with the devil. Your fight is what you realizing who you are. Please understand you are a king and your queen and priest. That's what you are. So you can walk like that because your dad is the king. He's the king of kings. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Who are the other kings? Me and you. It ain't the angels. Do you, do you not understand? I need to say this. Commercial break. Do you not understand that God created man? Listen to this. God created man. You know, we come up with these really eloquent love stories. God wanted fellowship with man and all that. That ain't true. He had angels. If he wanted somebody to talk to, he could have talked to Michael and Gabriel. If God was feeling lonely, he could have talked to them. What you doing, Mike? Just serving you, Lord. Okay. What you doing, Gabriel? Helping Mike. Till you got to that crazy Lucifer one, then, you know, he looked crazy. What you doing? You know, he might turn his head and get an exorcism or something. Watch this. Watch this. God created man. You know it. I taught about it several times. To conquer and to subdue. We were brought here to bring order. Somebody say order. You were brought to being order. That's why even when you take a new job, things change around the job because you bring order. That's why some of the jobs that the Lord is going to give some of y'all, he's going to give it to you, not because even you're the most qualified, but because you want to his. 
Y'all don't understand. And you're going to bring order to a messy situation. Somebody say amen. Please understand, if the devil knew what he was doing, he would not have crucified Christ. If the devil knew what he was doing, he wouldn't have put you to hell that you went through. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Because it's that hell that gives us the power to overcome him. I know I can make it when you come from hell. You, you don't understand. When you come from an abusive relationship, you can walk out of that thing and say, listen, sucker, the last dude hit me and he locked up. What you come? Come on. You, you don't hear what I'm saying. Put your hands on me. It's going to be a misunderstanding. I'm going to beat your head to the white meat. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The greatness and the specificity of your calling determines your specific pain in life. Let me say that again. The greatness and specificity of your calling determines your specific pain and trouble in life. That's why certain people go through certain kinds of trouble because of what they've been called to do. And aren't you glad that God, Lord, lets you go through some hell so you can come out? Aren't you glad you got a preacher that's been through something? Ain't talking all this high and mighty stuff and ain't never been through nothing. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Please understand. Paul was doing something that had not been done before by the other apostles. Paul was going to be reaching the Gentiles and he was going to be reaching the king. That's why Paul, his journey was to get to Rome. That's why by the end of the book of Acts, Paul gets to Rome and the gospel goes to the capital of the empire. Because Paul was doing something that had never been done before. Do you understand that you are called to do things in your family that nobody else could do? Because they refused to when God said go. Just like the children of Israel, go take the land. They said no. God said fine, you'll die and the next generation will do it. You're the next generation. I wish somebody understood what I'm saying. You're the next generation. And please understand, your generations before you, the reason they couldn't inherit the promises is because as opposed to them saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? They said, why me? Why me? Go get you some trouble. Look at your neighbor say some trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Please understand, our church is called to do things that no other church can do. Amen. Bishop, that sounds kind of arrogant. No, I know what I'm called to do. Amen. Bible says, know what you're called to do and do it. Quit playing games. Some of y'all waiting for the right time to get involved. Man, ain't going to be no such thing as no right time. You think the devil going to let you get the right time? Lord, I'm just waiting to sow this seed until the right time. There ain't never going to be no right time. You understand what I'm saying? What you have been called to do, nobody else could do, just like Paul. Please understand, Paul's blindness was not just physical, it was spiritual. Are y'all with me? Now, we just read in Acts chapter 9. I'm going to walk through this. Can I walk through it? We just read in Acts chapter 9 of how Paul got up. His eyes were open, yet he couldn't see anything. And sometimes the Lord will shield us from stuff that we don't need to see. Sometimes you're trying to get up in the business, and sometimes you need to let the business, you need to let that Kool-Aid alone. Y'all don't hear me. Stop trying to get up and mix in with the Kool-Aid. Ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, what's your favorite flavor? Red. <laughs> Red ain't no flavor. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> Purple ain't no flavor. Watch this, y'all. Look at verse number 13. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and he has uh, the authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. The Lord said, I've called him. He's my special servant. Go to 16. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. In other words, the Lord was saying, I'm going to show you that Paul's got to go through some hell to fulfill his message. Are you with me? Are you with me? 
17. Then Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Immediately, somebody say immediately. There fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and he was baptized. Watch this. He instantly changed when he realized what he was supposed to do. He instantly changed. Please understand, some of the reason, some of the delay that we've had in our walk with God is because we refuse to instantly change. We try to negotiate with God. Well, God, let me, let me, let me run out to the clubs four more times. And then, as if there's anything there anyhow. You ain't there witnessing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? And I ain't judging you. Look, if you go to, you know why I never, I'm going to tell you, I never went to the clubs. You know why I didn't go? I couldn't dance. I'd be over there like... They'd be looking at me like, woo, all right. <laughs> That's why I didn't go. <laughs> but if I could have danced, woo-wee. Watch this, watch this. Some of us are dating with God, trying to work out a time deal. Lord, well, give me six more months, and then I'm going to get all the way right. Do you not understand there was a book out called The Divine Revelation of Hell? And I ain't trying to scare you. I'm not trying to do that. If you, and please let me just say this for the record. If you go to a club, you're not going to hell. The Bible does say flee from the very appearance of sin. Please understand, when you're in there, you ain't praising God. Hallelujah. You ain't praising God. That ain't worship dance. Y'all don't hear me. <laughs> and the book on the divine revelation hell. And this young man, he went to a party. He said, Lord, one more party, and then I'm going to get my life right. And on his way to that party, he got an accident. He never got the opportunity to change his life. I'm not trying to scare you, but I do want you to know something. I do want you to know, quit trying to negotiate timetables and change. Do you know why some people, and not you, but maybe somebody your neighbor knows, goes to church every week and refuses to change? Not you. Anybody ever met somebody like that? Go to church every week. Soon as they get out the building, you, you have no clue. You, you, you saved? <laughs> because they refuse to instantly change. And whenever we refuse to instantly change, we do accept the fact to stay in a mess. You don't hear me. I just talked to you about giving and tithing. And some of you said, well, let me keep praying about that. Why are you praying about it? Everybody else going to get debt free. Watch this. I got to move on. Watch this. Go to verse 18. Immediately. Somebody said immediately. There fell from his eyes something like scales. Now, remember, the Bible says just back in verse number nine that he opened his eyes. Verse number eight, he opened his eyes, yet he didn't see anybody. Okay, watch this. Can I connect some dots for you? Look in verse 18. Immediately they fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight. Wait a minute. I thought his eyes were open. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What God did was change his vision. Y'all don't hear me. When you go to the eye doctor, depending on where you go, America's best, or maybe your local optometrist. They put that thing in front of you and say, tell me how that look. Tell me how that look. Which is better, A or B? <laughs> you like this one? <laughs> then they blow that little stuff in your eyes and, you know, tell you not to close your eyes. I don't know. You're blowing in my eye. What do you mean? <laughs> and they do that. Watch this. So that they can correct your vision. 
Because part of the problem is, is that what you see is not reality. Some of the stuff you see, we're in denial about. I wish I had a church this morning. You know, that's, that's how somebody can tell you, we are not together. And the next month they call back talking about I'm from the body engagement ring. Y'all don't hear me. You, you, ladies, you ever told somebody, it is over. We are not together. And then he called you the next day talking about, okay, baby, where they go to the movies? I'm on my way. In denial. Somebody say denial. He's crazy. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. In other words, it was the times that Paul seemed furthest away from God that he was really closest to him. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Sometimes when you seem like God ain't even listening to you, he's right there because he's behind you trying to make you walk it out on your own. When you were a child, you spoke as a child, but when you became an adult, you had to put away childish things. God ain't going to keep holding your hand. Sometimes he wants you to listen to his voice. And when he moves, you move just like I wish somebody understood what I was saying. It's in our weaknesses, y'all, that he is made strong. Paul, you know Paul had a thorn in, I feel like preaching in here today. Paul had a thorn in the flesh, but God said, I'm not taking that thorn because it's that thorn that gives me strength. When you feel like giving up, that's when God is the strongest. I know they teach you you got to have faith all the time, and I know they teach you you got to confess good things all the time, and that's true. But it's the times where you say, I'm about to give up, that God says, now let me come on in because my strength is made, I wish I had a church, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. In other words, God said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, the word grace is synonymous with the word anointing, which is synonymous with the word favor. Watch this. Favor only comes by experience. Jacob wrestled with God and said, you ain't letting me, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. I'm not letting you go until you give me some favor. It came through what? Experience. Somebody say experience. Please understand this. Please understand this. So y'all still with me? I'm almost done. When Paul was walking blind, God broke his flesh. When Paul was walking, he had to follow the people that were carrying him by the hand. Remember, the Bible says that even though his eyes were open, he couldn't see. And that's just like you, not your neighbor. Even though your eyes are open, all of the stuff is going on around you and, and you can't see it. Remember, ladies, that's why I told you, especially in a relationship, women can see the devil, but men will see people. The man will say, what's going on? And the woman will say, that's the devil. He'll be like, where the devil at? Where the devil at? I didn't see the devil. He was here today. Where the devil at? Are y'all with me? Watch this. Please understand this. Life comes in the death of flesh. Jesus said, whoever what? Loses his life, finds it in me. You don't understand what I'm saying. Your problem is that you too alive. Mama got to have a life too. Okay, y'all don't want to talk to me. Like y'all ain't seen baby boy. Don't play with me. Can I tell you what was happening right there? And I'm almost done. Can I tell you what was happening right through there? When Paul opened his eyes but couldn't see, the Lord had took him in the spirit realm. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. If you go up a few chapters ahead in Acts, I think it's 18 or 19, the Bible talks about the sons of Sceva. The sons of Sceva had tried to cast out a devil. And the devil said, the devil said back to the sons of Sceva, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? 
And he said, who are you? And then this is what happened. This is what happened. Then the demon jumped out of them and jumped on the other man so that the other man took his clothes off and got naked. They beat him. Watch this. Watch this. But remember, Paul used to kill Christians. Stay with me. Are you with me? Watch this. So how did Paul get power when he just got saved a few months ago? You, you, you know what really worries me in the church? It's not folks that just get saved, but it's folks that have been saved forever. Because we take the power of God for granted. We're so used to the presence of God that we don't let it. It doesn't give us, it doesn't make us cry anymore. Because, you know, what? Well, I've been in church for years. I used to cry when I first got saved, but I don't cry no more. We're in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That, you, you, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Even though Paul had only been saved for a short time, the Bible says that even the demons knew who he was. Watch this, watch this. It was through his tribulation that the demons got a revelation of who he was. You not know all the hell that you went through was more spiritual than you knew it was? Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Please understand, what happened? I need you to stick with me. Are you with me? The Bible says in the book of Job that one day all of the sons of God came and presented themselves before the Father. And the Bible says Satan was also among them. Now watch this. It's interesting that the Bible calls Satan a son of God. Sons of God were angels. Are y'all with me? Sons of God were angels. That's why Christ is the son of God and the son of man. Son of man referring to his humanity. Son of God referring to his deity, his power, his angelic power. Are y'all still with me? I'm going to connect the dots and I'm going to drop it like it's hot. We're going to go home. Job, are you with me? In the book of Job, what happens is the sons of God come and they present themselves before God and Satan is among them. Watch this. What happened with what Paul did, for Paul to get known by the demons, God had to introduce him to them. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Paul, who had just been saved for a short time, even the demons know who he is. Notice they didn't say Peter. They didn't say James. They didn't say John. They didn't say none of them. They said, Paul we know and Jesus we know. Watch this. While Paul was blinded physically, the Lord took him and introduced him to the sons of God. Watch this. Bishop, how do you know that? There is no other way for the spirit realm to know who you are except you are introduced to them. Stay with me. What happened when Paul was blind physically is that the angels and the demons, please understand, angels and demons were both called sons of God because they both came from him. Are y'all with me? I'm going somewhere. Look at somebody say, he's going somewhere. Do you not understand that when you are in your trouble and it seems like you're far from God, what God is doing is he's introducing you to the sons of God. Watch this. That's why certain demons, you can see them and you won't tolerate them. You, 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 certain situations you can see and you can overcome. It won't even try to come your way. When you didn't been through enough hell, that kind of hell won't come back around because it knows who you are. I got to move on from there, but please understand. The Bible says in, in 2 Corinthians 12 and 2, Paul says he didn't know whether or not he was caught up into the third heaven. Watch this. The third heaven is where God dwells. I'm going to do a lesson about heaven and all that kind of stuff later. Third heaven is where God's throne is. The sons of God present themselves around the what of God? Throne. Are y'all with me? 
So, Bishop, how do you know that that's what happened? Because when Paul said, I don't know whether or not I was caught up into the third heaven, he was referring to that experience he had on Damascus. Bishop, what does that have to do with me? Understand that the spirits know who you are. That's why you go through the unique kind of attacks that you go through. Because the devil knows who you are. And see, watch this. It'll say, listen, listen, Sean, I know. Jesus, I know. Carolyn, I know. And Jesus, I know. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Josh, I know. And Jesus, I know. I know them because God introduced me to them and said, this is one of mine. Don't mess with him. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm going to leave that alone. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Understand this. Understand this. When you thought you were out of your mind and when you were walking in blindness, God was showing you to the spirit realm. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. When you said, God, are you even real? He said, I'm showing them to the spirit realm. So now they got power. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Paul got power because of what happened on Damascus. So y'all with me? Are y'all with me? Please understand this. So in other words, God said, now this is what God did. God said, so in other words, when they speak, it'll be as if I'm speaking. Why? Because I introduced him as one of mine. So when Paul spoke, it was as if Christ himself was speaking. You need to understand, you got power because Christ lives on the inside of you. And so when you speak, it ain't you speaking, it's like Christ talking. You don't understand. That's why the Bible says, it is as I say it is. We can call things that be not as though they were and watch them manifest. Because when I speak, it's like Christ to speak. I would didn't understand that. Watch this, I got to move. Specific troubles for specific callings. You go through a specific set of troubles that were custom designed for you to custom fit your calling. Watch this, watch this, watch this. They, 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 they were like a fraction that fits together, a reciprocal fraction. It fits together. Somebody said it fits together. Watch this. God's way of changing the world is through fivefold ministry. And he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. One more time, class. Apostles. That's Ephesians 4 and 12. Watch this. Watch this. God's way, and if you read on through Ephesians, I don't have time. God said, I'm going to change the world through the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Listen to this. Specific troubles. Somebody say specific troubles. Specific problems. Specific problems. Specific callings. Watch this. The apostles. Somebody say the apostles. The apostles were the fathers of the church. They represented the fathering spirit and the fathering anointing. The apostles were builders. The apostles were about establishing order. The apostles were about giving vision and imparting direction. The apostles were about building a solid foundation of which to build upon. Here's what they did. The apostles would also tear down and they would build up. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The apostles were the first in the church. So do you know if you're called with an apostolic anointing, you had problems that were contrary to those things. So if you were called to be an apostle, you probably had a rocky childhood. Uh, I'm going to help somebody. You probably didn't have any stability growing up. You probably had to move from place to place. You probably didn't have a strong fathering relationship in your life. And since you were first in the church, you probably end up being last when you were growing up. I wish somebody understood what I said. Because there's a specific trouble for a specific calling. 
understand with the apostolic anointing, you were probably castrated. In other words, you were stopped from reproducing. Please understand, please understand. If you stop reproducing fathers, you cannot reproduce sons. And if a son doesn't grow to become a father, he you don't understand. The cycle stops. Are y'all with me? You also probably were castrated and you were probably hurt by men that should have loved you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Men that should have been building you up and should have been importing into you. They didn't do it because they were castrating you. Y'all don't hear me. Please understand this. If you take away the power from a man, that is to emasculate him. If you take away his masculinity, please understand, you take away his ability to father. That's why some of the parlors, that's why we got mama's boys and things like that. Because their ability to reproduce was taken from them. Now that means they can have babies, but their ability to properly father is gone. You do understand there's a difference between a sperm donor and a daddy. Do you understand what I'm saying? And most men that want to be called daddy were really a sperm donor. (laughs) Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I know it's hot. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. If you take away the apostle's ability to reproduce, he can't be a father. If he can't be a father, there can't be a what? A son. Watch this. If there is no apostolic anointing, I'm not talking about the denomination, the anointing, then there can be no change. Ephesians 3 and 5 says that God reveals everything and he brings change in his body through the apostle and the prophet. That's why if you're one of those two, you went through some really heavy attacks in life. Are you with me? The apostolic, and I'm going through this slow because I want you to get it. The apostolic bleeds onto the other ministry giftings. If there are no apostles, there can be no prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Because the apostles were the what? Foundation. Are y'all with me? Prophets. How many people, you, one of your top spiritual gifts was prophecy? Wave at me if you took that. Your test. It's all right. You wait here. Right. Watch this. Prophets mean that you can see spiritually. It means that you've got the ability to decree a thing and watch it come to pass. You've got vision unlike those around you. Because the word prophet and to prophesy, it means to have a God consciousness with the spirit. Are y'all with me? Listen to this. Listen to this. So if you were called to be a prophet, Watch this. You probably experienced some kind of sexual violation or an abusive relationship. Watch this. Because you had to be taught to think badly of yourself. Please understand, if anybody has ever been raped or molested, one of the things that happens is that they think that it's their fault. Are y'all with me? It affects the way that they see themselves. Watch this, watch this. And so if you don't see yourself in a proper way, when God speaks to you, you will be unable to say what he's saying because you don't see yourself the right way. Are y'all with me? Amos 3, it says that the prophets, God does nothing in the earth except he first reveal it to his prophets. If prophets had a bad self-image, then they will not be able to say what God is saying in the earth realm. Are y'all with me? So in other words, when God speaks, they won't listen because they don't value themselves. Are y'all with me? Please understand this. The prophetic gift was perverted through harlotry, sexual violations. Maybe it wasn't molestation, maybe it wasn't rape, but some kind of sexual misconception. Watch this. And it causes seduction, which breeds another kind of prophet called a psychic. Are y'all with me? Please understand. Now, Cleo wasn't legit know-how. But if she had been legit, she would have been a harlot. Are y'all with me? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Understand this. That please understand that the prophetic gift 
What the enemy will do if you're gifted prophetically is try to stop the way you see things. He'll try to cloud the way you see things. Are y'all with me? I got to move quickly. The evangelist. How many people? That was one of your top gifts. Evangelism, those kinds of things. Amen. Watch this. When you de- it's the evangelist is about declaring the gospel, furthering God's influence in the earth realm. So what is the kind of attack that they will face? People are always telling them to shut up. Listen to me. I always try to keep you from preaching. They won't let you do nothing on program. Y'all don't hear me. Understand this. And then what the enemy will do is while you're growing up, he will try to damage your testimony because of your past. Y'all hear me? And so he'll say, you're not qualified to preach the gospel. Look at what you've been through. Do you not understand, though, the more hell you've been through, the more qualified you are? I got to move. Pastors. How many people? That was one of your top gifts, pastor. Wait, wait, wait. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Pastors are about nurturing. They're about loving people. They're about a spiritual parenting as well, encouraging and guiding people. Understand this. The church was not, listen to this. You've not heard this before. Listen to me. The church was not designed to be led by the pastoral anointing. It was designed to be led by the apostolic anointing. Watch this. Watch this. So what we have today in the body of Christ is we got a lot of preachers reproducing preachers. We got a lot of teachers reproducing teachers. But please understand the Bible says that he set first in the church the apostles. The church was supposed to be ran and it was supposed to be facilitated by people that understood foundation. It was supposed to be ran by people that understood fathering. Fathering has nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with tight. It's got everything to do with position in the body. Are y'all with me? I'm almost done. I just want to go through this slowly. So if you are a pastor and you got that anointing on your life, the enemy will attack you in areas of being nurturing. In areas of how to love, in areas of how to encourage people, in areas of how to guide people. Matter of fact, many times you will feel like you don't know where you're going because he's trying to stop you. Are you with me? Last gift, teachers. How many teachers? Any teachers. Amen. Listen to this. Teachers are about truth. They're about laying the doctrinal foundation. They are about spiritual clarity and understanding. They have a passion for knowledge. They want to know. Anybody want to know? You know, what's that saying? Inquiring minds want to know. Watch this. So the attacks that teachers will face are questioning, que- about questioning themselves. They'll face low self-esteem. And then they'll face challenges about their education and they'll doubt whether or not they've got enough spiritual knowledge to be able to teach. Are y'all with me? Stand on your feet. Told you today I was going to talk about why you? Why me? Anybody be honest with me. Has anybody said that recently? Why me? Wave at me. Wave at me. It's all right. Look at all the folks that didn't say it. Look at everybody that said it. Watch this. Why you? Because God couldn't use anybody else but you. Other people that went through what you went through would have crashed and burned. You don't hear me. But God has chosen you. Somebody said he's chosen me. Listen, I got to wake up Christ on the inside of you. I got to wake up Christ on the inside of you. Understand this. Don't abort your calling. Walk in it. Your trouble has been confirmation of your calling. You don't hear me. I could remember when the Lord began to deal with me about having to go out and, and walking in the apostolic anointing that he had given me. And I said, Lord, I don't want to do that. Not interested. Boop. Nope, nope, nope. Got the wrong guy. Who? He down the street. Watch this. 
And I remember going through the roughest time of ministry in my life. Being lied on. Cheated. Talked about. Come on. Mistreated. Come on. Talked about. Sure as you're born. You don't hear me. Up. Damn. Almost to the ground. But it's long. Y'all, come on, somebody say amen. Watch this. I went through the worst time in ministry ever. And I came to the point where I said, God, I'm not doing it. If this is how your people act, you can keep them. Anybody ever said that? Church people sometimes. Aren't you glad this ain't no churchy church? I don't know about you, but I'm glad that we got real folk that serve a real God that ain't trying to be nothing but what God called them to be. All that being churchy and high and mighty, you can leave that stuff outside. Because I ain't the one. Look at somebody say, I ain't the one. <laughs> I ain't the one. Listen to this. Listen to this. What are you waiting for? There's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be one. Do you not understand that that is a trap? Waiting for the perfect time? It's a trap. Somebody says it's a trap. Understand this. You got to get in the army and you got to get to work. It's just that simple. Listen to this. One of the reasons why we do so much with our firm foundations classes and all those kind of stuff is because the earth is waiting on the sons of God to manifest. Watch this. The earth is waiting on you to walk in what you got to walk in. Your life gets so much more uh, joy and peace when you're using your life to change other people's lives. Listen, y'all. Listen to this. Listen to this. I oversee, I oversee 15 bishops across the nation, thousands of members of churches across the nation across the world we've got churches in philippines all over and i'm not saying that for anything but glory to god amen listen to this listen to this listen to this one of the most disturbing things is that you've got people that refuse to instantly change and so god can't use them because they refuse to walk and as opposed to doing like paul did and saying lord what do you want me to do we say lord why me can i tell you there's no good reason for why you just like, I mean, to the, to, why would the Lord pick you out of six billion people? There's no good reason. I ask him that all the time. Lord, are you what? You show sure? anybody ever do that? Watch this. But what God has called you to do, you got to do it. Somebody say amen. Understand your trouble, baby. Please understand. Trouble don't mean nothing. Trouble don't mean nothing. Look at your neighbor and say, Trouble don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. Stop getting stressed out over little money problems. It don't mean nothing. It's green paper. You say, well, Bishop, it ain't that simple. It is. It is that simple. It's green paper with dead folk on it. I don't know why you want dead stuff in your wallet know how. Give me some life. <laughs> what did he say, man? Watch this. Why you? Only you can go to hell and back and come back licking an ice cream cone. Only you. Only you could go through that and God not let you use your mind. Ladies, some of y'all been through some abusive relationships, and if other women went through that, they would have been locked up somewhere. They got me locked up. Fellow, some of what people have done to you, listen, so you got so angry, but God kept you. Think about it if you would have shot them. Oh, don't play with me. Y'all know some of y'all used to pack. Matter of fact, where my security? <laughs> Some of y'all might be putting no. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this, y'all. 
Once Paul changed, he went and got some other folk. Once Paul realized his calling, he walked in and he got some other folks with him. Listen, if you're so spiritual and you're a Christian, where's your fruit? If your God is so good, where's your fruit? If you love him so much and you're just so thankful for what he's done for you, why don't you tell nobody about it? I just love you. I worship you. You won't tell nobody. You're a closet Christian. Are y'all with me? But today, message is very simple. Why you? Because you can do it. It's just that simple. Why are you going through what you're going through right now? Because you can do it. Are y'all with me? Why does it hurt so bad and sometimes you don't even have words to say? You just cry and you don't know why you cry? Why? Because you can make it. Why do you sometimes wonder, God, have you left me? Because you can make it. Somebody say, I can make it. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Father, thank you for what you've done today. We just thank you, God, that you've called us for a specific reason. And we realize that our troubles, Father, have been specific to usher us into our calling. God, the spirit realm, it knows who we are. So, Father, we speak to it. We speak to demons. We command them to leave our children alone. Command them to leave our houses alone. We command them to leave our families alone. We command them to leave our, our, our children's children alone today. We command them to leave our money alone. We command them to leave us alone. Because what God has called us to do, we will do. If you say today, Bishop, this message is, is blessed. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R 10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.